My name is Vince Wolfram. And I am Dylan Carwell, and welcome to Big Talk. Where we take small talk to the next level across the worlds of sports, lifestyle, and everything else under the sun. Big Talk episode two. We're back at it. Um, but this time, yep, Rolly's up. This time we've got an extra, extra special guest. Very our extra. very first guest. Yes, um, special. Yes, our first guest this week is a very well-known fella across the plains of Auburn University. Mm-hmm. If Auburn Sports is on TV, he is probably leading the ro- crowd, the He's crowd there. roar. He's there. The three-time jungle MVP holding down the city like there's no place he'd rather be. Join us in welcoming our first guest on the Big Talk podcast, Mr. Michael Floyd. <laughs> oh, thank <laughs> man himself. Thank Floyd God. dog. Gosh, Ooh, y- y'all are boosting my ego on this thing. Wow. <laughs> dog. Michael, we're happy you're here, my man. I'm glad to be here. Where do we start with you? <laughs> Goodness. I mean, you, you got the keys to Auburn, basically. So Literally. Yeah. Keys to Auburn. <laughs> Before we talk about that, I want to know, how did your Auburn fandom, you know, begin? Take us from the start. Like, were you just born in Auburn? Or? Oh, the start. First of all, Dylan Carwell, big fan, man. Big right, fan, chill, chill, big chill. fan, you know. Can I have your autograph out of the show? <laughs> I would love to I have it. I need yours. Um, oh, I got to take you all the way back to good old Bruton, Alabama, the birthplace of Michael Floyd, which happens to be the blueberry capital of the state of Alabama. Didn't so know that. The more you know. If you, yeah. if the more, hey, that's big talk right the more, there. That is that, that, huge that's talk. big talk right there. <laughs> yeah. That's so breakfast if you love, if, talk. Yeah, it's right. If you love blueberries, you come on down to Bruton. We'll take care of you. Blueberry guy. Um, I was raised by my mom and my titi and uh, my dad and my stepmom. They were in the Army, so they were traveling the globe, um, serving our great country. Shout out to them. Um, but my mom was an Army fan. My dad is as Alabama as they come. Ugh. And every time I go to church, it, you know, I, it, you know, when I grew up in the church and growing up, they all, they always said count your blessings, and that's one blessing I count every day. Mm. I'm not an Alabama fan. Amen. I am not an Alabama fan. Uh, so thank you, God, for that. Amen. Um, so my mom raised me. She grew up watching Auburn, loving Auburn. Um, I always tell people she didn't attend Auburn, but that did not mean she wasn't an Auburn woman. Mm. Um, so that uh, where I really started. So growing up, got to, got to know about more about the school, got to know more about the community, um, and just was blown away at it and didn't even know if I was smart enough to get into Auburn. And I applied, and on February 14th, I got accepted into Auburn University, and Auburn University will forever be my valentine because of that. Where's that date um, tattooed? That's right. Ta- it's, it's somewhere. <laughs> Um, so that's where it starts, because I, I can talk about that forever. Michael, obviously you're so involved not only in the community, but in athletics as well. Where did your love from sports come from? Did it come from being an Auburn fan? You know, it goes back down there to Bruton. Um, as this shirt I have under this nice uh, pullover, T.R. Miller High School, home of the T.R. Miller Tigers. Um, my high school is home to the winningest football program in the state of Alabama. Subtle flex. Um, so it is a subtle flex. Uh, six state championships, Hall of Fame coaches. Um, TRMO does it across the board in all sports. And I, I grew up, you know, I played football in Pee Wee Leagues, but I tell, I jokingly tell people all the time that my contract expired, so I didn't continue to play little league sports. Um, playing sports was never my cup of tea, so I, I, I found other ways to get involved. So I became a manager, or the glorified word of a water boy. Um, but water boy changes lives in sports, so I'm just saying. Um, so I was the manager for our football team, our basketball team, girls and boys, our baseball team. And then I started helping with the track and field. Then I became the PA announcer for boys and girls basketball, for uh, not volleyball, the support volleyball, but for uh, track and field and for baseball. So being the PA announcer for those sports and just helping out in those sports and traveling and being around all athletics, um, it, it just really was something that I found out that I wanted to be a part of every day. Um, I figured that's how I would leave my mark on this world around me. Um, then I get to Auburn and it's like, well, I just can't walk in and say, oh, I'm gonna be a manager for the football team. Um, Cause there's a whole process that goes into being a manager for any sport on the campus of Auburn University. Um, so, you know, I got involved with, uh, just started showing up to games, being, being my authentic self. And um, it's taking me to great places. 
heck of a story. I know, especially just coming from high school to jump right in and, right. and find your niche, not through an organization, mm-hmm. not through this or that, but just you being you and showing your love right. for sports. Yeah. I want to know, like, what was your first step on Auburn like? Like, going from an Auburn fan and going to an Auburn student, what was it like for you? I cried. <laughs> I cried. And not because I was happy, but because I cried because I was going to miss my mama. Oh, I mean, I was going to miss boy. my mama. <laughs> yeah. I was a mama's boy. Mm-hmm. Um, and, oh, my, I just remember the day when her and my TT got in that car and they pulled off. I thought I wasn't going to make it. I was like, oh, my goodness. My chest started hurting, oh, everything. Um, but that was my first moment. But then once they left, once I got situated in and... Um, walked around campus, got to know where I would go, um, tried to navigate this big, tall place we call the Haley Center. Um, <laughs> Me too. Every, every single <laughs> it's day. It's not amazing. It's just amazing. It's just, <laughs> exactly. But just seeing how well I love this place and the place that I saw on TV, I, I'm here every day. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it was special to me because I'm a first-generation college student. Um, my mom didn't go to college. She went straight into the workforce. And my dad went straight into the armed forces. Um, so to be a first-generation student, it, it just, as the SEC says, it just means more. So it meant more to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I said, wow, I'm going to like it here. I feel like any. I think I'm going to like it here. Yeah. And um, the rest is history. And history it was, man. You, <laughs> you made history. Like, I got a question for you. Like, your involvement at, in, in, the, or in the stadium and in the arenas is second to none. Like, I've seen you on TV, you know, yelling at the refs, telling them to get it right, and then pulling that mask right back up. Tell us about that. Like, you're very passionate about, you know, sports and your Auburn Tigers. What is that like for you? I know you have, like, a, you have a big weight on your shoulders when it comes to the, the, the student section in the jungle. Yes. Tell us about your experience in the jungle. You know, um, Dylan, y'all don't make my job easy. <laughs> Dylan, y'all don't the make slander. my job easy. The... <laughs> um, you don't make it easy. Um, you make it hard. I don't tell you why I make it hard. Because you lose, it's like, okay, I need people. Are oh, they going to show back up? Zero and then, remorse right And now. then when no. you win, it's like, okay, I need to keep these people off the court. So, yeah. like, it's like, y'all don't make it easy at no. all. No, it's um, a roller coaster. Exactly. An extreme roller coaster. Mm-hmm. Um, but I love it. Yeah. I, I love it. I, I love the thrills. I, I love the highs. I love the lows. Um, that's what loving and believing in Auburn means. Um, you're there for it all. Uh, kind of got involved in Juggle in my freshman year. Just showed up everywhere. Uh, back then, I was lining up at 3 o'clock in the morning for an 11 a.m. tip. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I don't know why I was doing that, but it paid off. Retweet. Um, but, man, I enjoyed it. Um, I tell people all the time that I will absolutely run through a brick wall for Bruce Pearl. I would. I love me some Bruce <laughs> Pearl. And I'm pretty sure we'll get into that later. Um, but just kind of doing that. So it, when I got involved with the jungle, um, I was asked to come on as the VP. I did that for three years, which majority of my time here at Auburn. And just to see the jungle go to extreme heights, be talked about on ESPN, on all platforms, like, Neville Arena is the place to be during basketball season. You know, we hear about Duke, we hear about North Carolina, but when you start talking about those guys down there in Auburn on the plane, Bruce Pearl got this uh, basketball program rocking, and the jungle has to stay in rocking. Um, so it's all about, as Bruce Pearl says, making history. And I believe the jungle has done that. You know, we don't sell season tickets for basketball, so it's first come, first serve. The line is wrapped around the village uh, dorm area yeah. every game, and then during our big weekends of athletics between gymnastics, women's basketball, and men's basketball, we have the camp out in Jungle Village, and that has just superseded my expectations every year it has happened. Um, but that's Auburn being Auburn right there. Yeah. Um, so it, it's amazing. It's fun. Um, it's a headache. <laughs> uh, but, the, but the leaders this year they have are going to do a phenomenal job. You come in and it's COVID times. Yes. It's probably a tough start yes if you want to jump into something like that like you have like you want to be at the sporting events you want to be doing this you want to be doing that but then that puts a damper on it how did you sort of navigate that and what you wanted to do in your love for sports COVID was terrible it was hard you know I only got so that year they did like a lottery for basketball and I only got chosen two times Mm. and that was and the two times I got chosen were the Kentucky game game and the Alabama game We'll take well, that. We lost, well, we lost the Alabama game, but yeah. we beat Kentucky. Mm-hmm. But I don't know why I was so eager to get there 
it was just like it wasn't there. It no. was it was yeah. not there. And I don't care how loud you got, it just didn't feel the same. Yeah. And I mean, the only people getting that crowd hype was probably me, my friend Jacob Hillman, and a, a buzz cut freshman on the court wearing 44. He was the only one getting us cut. <laughs> Oh, he was man. the only one. It was, it was, <laughs> it was like those games were like unreal playing. Like you could hear a pin drop. Yeah, you could. You could. I bet hear, you could hear Bruce. Right. You could hear Bruce. Yes, you, you could. could. <laughs> yes, you could. Astronauts could probably yes, hear Bruce. Could. Yes, you could. <laughs> it was, it was a, it was a place to be. I'm very grateful that you know the jungle's back rocking because we didn't have a jungle. Right. And in my personal opinion, instead of a lottery, they should have had like a, a decibel tracker. To make sure, because we have fans that are watching the game and they're on their phones. We have a dedicated fan like Floyd, who's going to be in the game, you know, all forty yeah. minutes. I would have gave you season tickets if I would have known you back then. I mean, I, I I was like, this is insane. Mm -hmm. I was upset. I'm like, oh my goodness, only Two so games. I had There's not a lot of things. So like, I mean, nope. I hope I'm not breaking any rules by saying this, but I love you, Auburn. Um, but like, I was paying other students twenty dollars to have their ticket, saying like, hey. Like, if you don't want to go, I'll go. Yeah. Um, you have that test? Yeah, yeah, I yeah, know. Yeah, I, 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 I'll go. I'll go. Don't worry about yeah. that. Yeah. It's a funny story about that. So I was going to buy this, uh, t the Georgia game um, when they came here. I was going to go, and I was going to buy this ticket from this young lady. Um, I, was gonna, I was paying probably $35 for it. And she and I'm about to get ready to send her my money, and then she eats, uh, sends me a message back saying, hey, this guy just offered me $400 for this ticket. I said, he can have it. I said, he can have it, and yeah. we lost that game. I said, well, I hope he had fun. <laughs> I hope he had fun. It was a bad game. I remember like it was yesterday. That's when KD yeah, came yeah. in and scored like 20 on us. Just went off. Just went off. Yeah, but um, there's an old saying that says, uh, you don't know how good you have until it's gone. And I think that was when I realized, okay, what, what, what we have here at Auburn is special. And I, I hate it took a COVID year to make me realize that. So the following year, we got the jungle back in the stands. They were rewarded, and they, we all made history. Mm. For somebody who doesn't know what the jungle is or have never seen Auburn, what's one word you would use to describe it? Rowdy. Rabbit. Intense. Um... Fearless, um, courageous. I mean, as a player, what would you say? Feeling the jungle basically on your back for I'd for forty minutes. Electric man, golly! Because like, we know what kind of energy it, it yeah. gives you. We see it. Like you mm -hmm. light up. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like running running to the crowd, and they're all just like barking back at me and stuff. It's just like it's, oh, hold on, we don't bark. We don't do that. That's barking nasty. like chirping, <laughs> no, chirping. They're, they're, they're there getting you go. There you but go. But like. That's just a feeling that you just can't describe. Like, yeah, I'm very grateful for the Auburn fans, very grateful for the jungle. Like, without the jungle, you know, Auburn wouldn't be Auburn. And both football and basketball, like, the fans is what makes the sport so special. And that's why I'm, I'm grateful for every person that spends money coming to the games and, and spends their time coming to the games, because it's a commitment. You know, like, uh, as you know, we have 9,000 seats. Like, you got to put in a pretty penny to get a ticket. And we're very appreciative of all the donors and all the fans that come each game because, like, you know, we're playing for them. Like, at the end of the day, obviously we're playing to win championships, but we want to give them a good product. And we want to make sure that they know that we appreciate them and we appreciate Auburn for the opportunity to play basketball. But that fan, the student section, man, is just unmatched, one of one. And they're, they're not even there for the lit games. They're there for the, you know, our non-conference games. The like, exhibitions. Literally, like, our exhibition games are literally, like, packed out. out. So. Yeah. Like I said, you're not going to find that anywhere else. Mm -hmm. And then also, to go off the top of that, we travel, man. Mm -hmm. We travel, travel. Indeed. You know, I went to Kentucky last year. Yeah. Let's talk about the Mississippi State game. Yeah. Where, where we won the um, where we won the SEC, SEC regular season. Oh, my goodness. Tell us, about the, tell us about your experience there. Oh, my goodness. First <laughs> of all, going back to your point, just a, a big old thank you to the Auburn Tip-Off Club. They send buses every year to certain away games and what they don't sell they give they give to the rest of the jungle and we have at least 25 jungle students at almost most of the away games because of the tip-off club and their generosity but th that year when all won the SEC regular season title um they sent two buses of jungle students only and they were packed mm. 
And so we left Auburn around about 1 o'clock and got to Starkville, uh, was able to go to Tiger Walk. Oh, my goodness. There were so many people at the hotel. It was nuts. Um, and then you get to the stadium, and there's even more people at, at, at the mm. arena, at the Coliseum. Yeah. And you get into that place. Mississippi State was kind of on that downward spiral, but they had fight in them. They mm. had some they fight did. in them. They always did. They did. Um, but, man, oh, my God. They had their students in my students in my packed. Um, I think they had, like, um, I don't know what they call them, but some part of Barstool showed up in the mm. middle of the game. So, the storm chasers. Yes, yeah, storm they, chasers. yeah, they showed up, mm-hmm. and so it got even more rowdy. But those Auburn fans could be heard yeah. loud and clear. I think we had more fans in Mississippi State. Did. Yes. And that's, like, that's what won us the game with our right. fans. Like, and I'm going to tell you a funny story. So where, where our seats were, there was this woman, a Mississippi State woman, yeah. and she kind of – so up top is general admission. So yeah. it's first come, first serve. Well, I was sitting in that seat. And he said, oh, well, I sit here every game, so you need to move. So I didn't I, – I, we were in Mississippi, so I moved. <laughs> <laughs> we moved. We, <laughs> no comment. <laughs> we moved. We moved. So I moved. I moved. Mm-hmm. Um, and then about, like, the game got going. About five minutes of the game, she came up to me and said, if you want these seats, you can have them. Um, I, I pay too much money to sit up here around, the, around all these Auburn fans, so I'm leaving. So she left. I got in those seats. I said, well, have a great day. She missed a great game, but War Eagle. Um, <laughs> but man, that environment was crazy. That yeah. environment was fun. Um, and just to see the Auburn fans traveling to Starkville, and that was a Wednesday, a Wednesday night game. Yeah. So that's a midweek game yeah. at late, late yeah. on a midweek in, in yeah. Mississippi. Um, it was just fun. And it, it, it was so much fun seeing Auburn. Um, clinch a share at that time of the SC regular season title. You, along with the jungle, go to every sport. It's not just basketball to see right. this guy or football. It's volleyball, right. soccer, everything. Do you have like one that you would think that not a lot of people go to that you want to get more people to come to? Women's basketball. Um, that, that, that was a priority of mine when I was in leadership. Um, even though I'm not in leadership, I still have voiced that concern. Um, women's basketball was a, a tough sport when I first got here, but now they, you know they made some leadership changes, some staff changes, personnel changes, and now Coach Jay has that uh, roster well, where it needs to be where it needs to be. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to make some noise this year, which I love because yes. people are underestimating us. Mm-hmm. And historically, Auburn across all sports, when they're underestimated, that's when they do the most the, the most damage. Um, so I'm looking forward to seeing women's basketball. And you're seeing it with volleyball now, honestly. You That's know, what I was going to say, uh, volleyball. Yeah, Coach Crouch has had, you know, Brent. He's re- yeah, he's rebuilt yeah. that program. And yeah. now fans are showing up. Coach mm-hmm. Jay has done the same thing for women's basketball. Yeah. And I believe the fans are going to be treated for a great season. Absolutely. Yeah, volleyball's on a tear. Yeah. Bro, man. First time I, we've been ranked, and then we go and we beat Florida. We beat, you don't beat Florida, you sweep them. Sweep them. You sweep right. them. Get exactly. your broom. Get your broom. Yeah, mm-hmm. man, I love I love what Coach Coach Crouch has done for the for volleyball in general. Because like you said, like we came in that, that year tough situation. Same thing. They, right. like, it paralleled women's basketball. They were they had a losing record. There it was it was very empty. Not just because of COVID, but fans just didn't yeah. know about it. He he spent so much time and effort and energy into that team, and then getting them out on the concourse and meeting the students, right. meeting yeah. the students to you know persuade them to come to the games yeah, and now quite literally getting them out there yeah literally yeah. and then now they're at the game and like it's it's turned into an environment that you right. do not yeah. want to miss they're exactly. fun to go to yes and that's i think part because of the success they're having but also part because the students want to be there right the the mantra that right. Auburn students love auburn is so true right. and that's the perfect right and then i I don't care. and so something I, i've been something i really want to start doing and i hope this is a way of getting that out there after these basketball wins, I, I want us to go to Tumors. I want us to go to Tumors. You know, it shouldn't be just a... It's a little cold, dog. It, it, it's <laughs> a lot of, that's a lot of rolling. It is a lot of rolling. And I'm not saying, you know, after, but like, especially in the heart of the conference. Yeah, SEC play, I agree. And, and then obviously, you know, we, we started you off with Baylor. Mm-hmm. You know, if... And we, I mean, our non-conference schedule exactly. is good. Virginia Tech at home is a tough yeah. game. USC. Notre Dame. Uh, LeBron James will be waiting for Indiana. you. Indiana. We'll be waiting for you, bro. LeBron. We'll be <laughs> hey, waiting LeBron, for you. we might get you on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. LeBron. We we'll, we'll be waiting we'll for you, LeBron. Come on, LBJ. You know, keep, 
King James, we'll be waiting for you. Hey, we'll King be James, you, you. Got meet the, you got to take him to the King of Auburn yeah. first. <laughs> no, that's all you. You got to take him to King of Auburn That's all you, sir. That's all you. Both of them. That's all Rock you. Here. That's all you. We're ready um, for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but, you know, I, I just, just these big games. And besides Kentucky, mm-hmm. let, let's roll it, you know. Um, and, and I believe this year there will be, be too much rolling because we're going undefeated in basketball. Uh, no pressure. Um, <laughs> but uh, I'm really looking forward to this season. <laughs> Absolutely. And then basketball is my cup of tea. I was about to say, do you have a, a sport that is your favorite to, oh, to watch, to go yes, to? 100%. It's basketball. Um, I agree. I love every program on this campus equally. From Coach Hoppe at soccer to Coach Grabe at gymnastics. I love every program equally. Um Coach Lilly, Coach Reynolds, Coach Willen, they all do a great job with their respective programs. Mm-hmm. But basketball is where it's at for me. And for me to see, obviously, men's basketball was kind of on that, um, on the cusp of greatness when I got into Auburn. Uh, women's basketball was, was down there, but now I've seen them. And when you see a process, you enjoy it. You mm-hmm. enjoy it. But basketball, to me, you know, losses, you know, when football loses, you know, I get upset, but you don't you don't talk to me, you don't text mm-hmm. me, you don't call me, you don't even joke with me after all the basketball loses. I don't I don't pull up with that bull Doesn't junk. Budge. <laughs> I don't pull up with the bull junk as no. Deion Sanders say. I don't do the bull junk. <laughs> Leave me alone. Come on now. I'm gonna go home, I'm gonna go to sleep and wake up the next day. Yeah. You know, I don't mm-hmm. I don't do that. I don't I'm not sociable. Mm-hmm. You know, all the basketball dictates my day. <laughs> it, it it does. So if Auburn plays Saturday at 11 a.m., and let's say they lose the rest of the day, I'm just messed up. Mm. But if they play later, like 6, okay, by 8 o'clock, it's, it's time for me to go to bed. Yeah. I go to bed. But dinner up. doesn't taste good. Yeah, dinner don't taste good. I go, I go to church the next day and be like, Lord, hear my prayer. <laughs> you know, what, what went wrong? Yeah. So, um, I want to talk about your experiences in the jungle. What was like your favorite experience? Like, was it like a college game day or a Kentucky? Like, give us your like your peak Auburn experience in the jungle. You know, where just just take it away. My peak Auburn experience in the jungle. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go back to um, the year Will Wade and LSU came here. Um, Throwback. That's 2019. Yes. yes. Yeah. You were here for that? Yes. Wow. Yes. Were, that's, um, yeah, t- tell us what the game. I know, I know that, the game. I, I watched the game. Yeah. That was a game to be at. That was a fun game because the Saturday before that, Auburn had just beaten Kentucky. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of in the hands of Auburn to beat LSU in the words of Bruce. I, I'm quoting him a lot because this is what he says a lot, controlling your own destiny. Yep. And they had to be the LSU to still control your own destiny. I think it would have been a three-way tie for first place mm-hmm. in that scenario. And the students, I think that was an 11 a.m. game, and the students were lined up. They yeah. were ready. Bruce Pro came out with bagels and all types of stuff. And we, when the doors opened, we ran. I didn't run because I can't run, but I, I trotted as fast as I could. Um, but six. <laughs> But I, I tried it. I can't run, but I can try it. I can try it. I can try it. Skirt. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Um, but Section H, seat 13, I've sat there since freshman year, and I, I'm going to be there this year. Will Wade was the coach that I just mm. did not have yeah. a strong like for. Yeah. <laughs> and we were How down 20 that game. We were, yeah. down, we were down like 17, 20 points. We were down uh, a, a good bit, if I, if I can recall in mm. that one. And... Went to overtime. Yeah. No. Uh, avoided overtime. Javon McCormick. No, no, my bad. We went into overtime. Yes, we went into overtime with that game. And then towards the end of overtime, Javon McCormick gets the shot in and they're reviewing reviewing it to see if Austin Wiley touched the goal. And we're like, oh, oh my goodness. No, no. It's always a review of Here Auburn. we go. Here we go. But they ruled it, it was good. And Auburn won that game. And. Just the thrill, the thrill of that. Um, and then I'm going to take you on the road to 2000. Dylan, this would have been your sophomore year. 22. 21, yeah. 22. Yeah. We go to Tuscaloosa. We go to Coleman Coliseum. Mm-hmm. 
That is the day after Alabama loses to Baylor. Georgia in the state championship game. Oh yeah, it was. yeah, it was the day after. Yeah, it, it, was, it yep. was the exact. It yeah. was the day after. So they yeah, played Alabama football. Played that uh, the, the day, day before. before. The day before. And then they yeah. lost to Georgia. And mm-hmm. then so there's this basketball game. Campus is kind of dead, and the, the crowd was. It, it was a nice, decent crowd, but they, you can tell there were Auburn fans there, and we were loud the entire game. And the louder we got, the louder the DJ got. <laughs> And it was rough. It was really rough. Mm-hmm. Um, but we went in there. We won. J.D. Davidson got the crowd routed for about 10 seconds. And then that was it of that. That was and it. The- <laughs> Y'all might not invite me back onto this show. But I just, you know, I'm just, I, you know, I'm being my yeah. authentic that's self. What right yeah. that's, that's what big talk's big all about. Talk, big talk, big talk. But um, that environment yes. is like when, when Auburn and Alabama is in Coleman, yes. that is this yeah. special. Like, yes. That's the first time I felt the floor shake in a college arena yes. outside of our own. Like, right. It's like, it can get this loud. It, it was like yeah. elephants running around Coleman. Yeah. It was like, yeah. golly. Yeah. Uh, the Christian Chaos is making a, sur- a, a surge in the SEC. You know, uh, so the, we need to watch our backs over here in Auburn because yeah. the Crimson Chaos is right there on our tails. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've been to a lot of SEC stadiums. When you go to see these student sessions at basketball games and then you see ours, it's like it's totally different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of kind of how our arena is built. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it works out perfectly Amazing. For us. Yeah. I think we're the only SEC school to have the student section wrap around the court. Right. Yeah. And like, o- Ole Miss has it, but they don't fill it up. No, nope. but designed after ours too. Right, and I, Chris Beard is there now, so that'll probably change in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's nothing like a basketball game in Neville Arena. Nope. I got a couple more questions for you. And I got, a, nope. and, I, and I got plenty of time. So <laughs> not only are you involved with our university, somehow, in some way, you are involved with the high school. <laughs> Tell us about that. I want to know where did this, where did this, how did this, you know, take part? How did you get inside? Like. Uh, like who man. opened those doors? Yeah, right. Right. You're on the sideline of the football. I am. Game. I am. Like I know. We Auburn make your, High. We make your blood pressure boil enough. Yes. Right. Auburn High is right yes. behind us. Right behind you. Right behind you. So yeah. Tell us about that. I've. Um, I did not go to Auburn High School. I did not graduate from Auburn High School. But I have been adopted into the Auburn High School family. Honorary. Um. Yes. Honorary. Yeah. <laughs> and. Um, so going back to that, it's not every happens in that COVID. Everything happens in the COVID year. Hey, going back to that COVID year, Auburn High goes to the state championship game and plays uh, Juggernaut Thompson mm-hmm. in Tuscaloosa, and Auburn High's up kind of the, uh, by a good margin, like and they blow the game and like, lose it. They blow like the fourth blow quarter. Blow the Ooh, game late. and lose it in, mm-hmm. in the fourth quarter, and Auburn High loses to Thompson. So I, I, I brought that up to say this to coach. Um, found employment elsewhere. Um, so the, the Auburn High football job was open. So they make a hire, and Coach Keith Etheridge is the hire here for Auburn High School. Coach Keith Etheridge was my high school football coach at T.R. Miller my senior year. Mm. Um, so when he came, I was just thrilled. And because uh, Coach E means a lot to me, he was there for me a lot during my high school days, uh, my senior year at T.R. Miller. So we had we had dinner a couple of days after he got announced, and I, I've been there. I've never have never missed one of his games since. Well, I missed one two weeks three weeks ago <laughs> when I went to Texas A&M. Through that, I've gotten to know uh, their athletic director, Coach Norton, and their uh, women's basketball coach, um, Coach Pritchett, their men's basketball coach, Coach Brandt, uh, the baseball coach, uh, Coach Simo. Um, it's awesome. I think his name is Coach Simo. I think I think I think I said that right, Coach. I know who you are though. Um, so yeah, I've kind of just involved into this AI till I die thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I love it. I love yeah. it. You know, like I love high school sports. Mm-hmm. I do um, because I, I'm not a big pro guy. Um, if Dylan Carwell goes pro, I will not watch him, but I will keep up with him um, because I, I, I like Dylan. Um, and it goes for the all the other Auburn players in the professional ranks. I keep up with them, them solely, but far as overall, I, I, I teams and conferences. Yeah, I don't follow pro sports. Um, high school and college are where my passion is, and yeah, so that's kind of how that happened at Auburn High School. Go Tigers! Yeah, and then I guess last question before we hop into the fun part for me, um, senior year. What is 
what's your end game with the senior year? Like, what do you want to accomplish? What do you want to improve on? Like, define your senior year, I guess. I know, obviously, it's in God's hands. Right. But what's your, like, outlook on your senior year? What do you want to accomplish? What do you want to do? What's your, like, goals right. for this year? I want to leave Auburn better than I found it. Um, the mayor of Auburn, Mayor Ron Anders, um, me and me and him had uh, lunch, one of my I think my freshman year here at Auburn, and just became acquainted with him. And he said, you know, uh, you might not remember much that I say, but just leave Auburn better than you found it. And I've always stuck with that. Um, but I look at my tenure here at Auburn, and I'm like, this black boy from Bruton, Alabama, comes to this big city, and does the unimaginable, does the unthinkable. Um, he is the first college student to ever win a Mayor's Lamplighter Award in the city of Auburn, which is the city of Auburn's highest honor. Um, he was the first uh, black leader of the student section here at Auburn University. Mm -hmm. And he just can, and he's the first generation college kid. And on Fox News. And I and I was on mm -hmm. Fox News talking about Unite Auburn. Mm -hmm. um, it, it just goes to show you when you trust God, anything is possible. Amen. And I, I've been blessed, I've been privileged to be humble, be brought up in a great upbringing with my mom, my TT and my dad and my stepmom. Um, so it's, it's really, I can't wrap my head around it. Yeah. Um, and getting to know the people that I've gotten to know, like, like Coach Pearl, um, he's probably has been one of my biggest supporters since I've stepped foot on this campus. Mm -hmm. um, and I've gotten to grow, uh, grow to know him. He's gotten to grow to know me. And it's it's just simple. Coach Pearl and I are uh, just. I think we're friends. Yeah. <laughs> I think we're best friends. Oh, two peas in a pod. Two yeah. peas in a pod. Uh -huh. You know, um, but he gets <laughs> he, he he gets paid more than I do. Yeah. You know, I'm here for I'm here. I guess I'm here for free, but I'm paying to be here. He's, you know, he's getting paid to be here. So mm -hmm. there's a difference. But I love BP. Um, BP made a joke with me one time. He said, you know, I'm going to check on you in your, in your classes, make sure you're going and your grades are good. And I said, oh, goodness, I need to get on the ball and make sure I'm having these classes <laughs> because bad grades, bad attendance mean no basketball game. And mm -hmm. I couldn't, I didn't want to do that. Mm -hmm. So thanks for BP keeping me accountable. Um, but my, my end goal here is to just leave all better than I found it. Um, trust God. Um, I don't have the answers, but I know he does, mm -hmm. and um, I just know what's what's on the other side is going to be great. Amen. Uh, it's going to be something that I don't even see coming. Um, but if I had to say what I wanted to do, I, said, I, I do want to stay in Auburn. I've told my parents this. I want to grow a family here in Auburn um, because it is the loveliest village on the plains, mm -hmm. and it is my home away from home, and uh, hopefully work for the University of the, of the Athletics Department. So. President Roberts, AD Cohen. Yeah. I don't think you, you have know. any. Hey, hey, you might be, you might be the next AD. He you already know. is. Basically. <laughs> I don't want the AD job. I don't want that. <laughs> I don't want that. I don't want that. Um, but even through all these coaches and administrative changes, like Alan Green, like he was like him and I were. I mean, I got to know him and had some great conversation with him. Um, A.D. Cohen, he's now here. He's been for a short time. Rich McGlynn. Oh, my gosh. Rich, Rich McGlynn. McGlynn. Like, where where do I start with yeah, Rich McGlynn? Yeah, where's Auburn without Rich McGlynn? Oh, my goodness. Good where where yeah. am I without Rich McGlynn? Literally. Like, he's just been just as instrumental to my life as Ruth Pearl has. Mm -hmm. um, love me some Rich now. Yeah, love me some Rich. Great glue guy. If y'all don't yeah. know Rich, get to know Rich. <laughs> so, fun fact, this is a big talk. About. This is big. His wife, Miss Kristen, makes, Go. like, some of the best pumpkin loaf and it is so delicious and it's october oh i get so I need so, I, so i need to call it yeah. you know you know so mm -hmm. um, write that down right <laughs> exactly so i'm going to wrap this thing up because i'm not going to talk forever <laughs> um by god's grace next week on october 19th i turned 23 years old and uh thank you happy early birthday i know yeah. my knee hurt my back hurt everything <laughs> hurts but i'm grateful to be here for 23 years and to do what i've already done um and, and, and when I received the, the Lymphard Award, it showed, it, it, just, it showed me the work that I've done, but it also made me realize the work that's still left to be done. Mm -hmm. um, and there's still work left to be done here in Auburn, and I'm ready to, ready to give it a go. Amen. I have one more question, Auburn-wise. Everyone comes into college with goals um, and things that they want to fulfill. And in your situation, 
you're not only fulfilling a dream of your own, but one that your mother had as well. Do you think coming here and doing all that you have in your almost four years right. that you fulfilled two dreams? Yes. Um, I believe I fulfilled about four or five dreams. You know, just being that first generation college student, um, I didn't come from much, but I, but I always had just enough. Um, I never need, I never had the need for anything. I, you know, I was given uh, much stuff because my, my, my people worked hard for it. Um, so nothing has never been given to me. I've worked hard for everything I've, I've earned. Um, I've earned it. Um, there, I'm making them proud. That's one goal. That's one dream. Um, being at a school that I never thought was possible of attending, that's another one. And just the amount of people that have grown to know me, just a blessing, mm -hmm. man. It's just, uh, I remember last year when we went to Birmingham for the March Madness, these two kids came up to me with their mom. They had a hat and Dylan decided, it, all the players decided, it, and they said, hey, we see you all the time on TV. Can we get your autograph? And I'm like, me? Like, I've never given like, an autograph yeah. out before. So <laughs> I, I didn't want to give it to them because, you know, I, that's not who I am. I didn't, I, you know, so I, I, and also I didn't know how to sign an autograph. You know, y'all <laughs> practice this stuff. Um, now y'all get paid for this stuff. I wasn't <laughs> getting paid for this stuff, you know. Um, on the victory, hey, how are you? How are you? Facts. <laughs> how are you, Alta Victory? You know, um, I'm available. Call me. Um, but, you know, it, it just stuff like that that goes to show you that people are, are watching what I do. Um, and it's a blessing and a curse because you always got to be in your P's and Q's. Um, but it's just amazing. Pressure what, builds down. Yes, it does. It does. It really does, Vince. And, I'm blessed, I'm honored, I'm grateful. Um, my mom, my dad, my TT, they did a great job raising me. And, I'm, and I stand on their shoulders today being here at Auburn University. Oh, the mailbox, man. It's the time mailbox, to check mailbox. Yes, Take it to the, the mailbox. mailbox. Check, the mail. <laughs> check your mail today, check your mail. <laughs> Do people uh, still send mail? Yes. Oh okay. yeah, they, they, I mean, I they send sent it. us this. But no, but they didn't they didn't mail it though. No, they they do know that. They, they, they mailed they, to us. Stamps. They, you see the stamps? stamps. I see the stamps. <laughs> Sealed, signed, and delivered yeah. by the Big Talk mm -hmm. community. Yeah. Let's go. Stamps dude. and all. First question. What is the first place that you would take someone in Auburn that had never been to Auburn before? Tumor lemonade. <laughs> Tumors. You got to. I mean, oh my goodness! If you go go to Tumors, get you a large lemonade. Don't get you a large. Get you a large <laughs> lemonade. Don't get original. Get raspberry and peach. Get get a peach raspberry lemonade, and Brightness it down. is so moving, mm. just so delicious. Mm. And it make you want to slap your mama. It's so good. <laughs> but I love you, mama. But um, <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. Tumors. I got a question for you. Not in the mail. Okay. From Dylan's mailbox. From, yeah, from my mailbox. Someone, you know, letter, your letter got lost in my mailbox somehow. You talk about the, the, the hat, the, the straw <laughs> oh, hat. Oh, yeah, we need feels that. Like, feels like your game day the, outfit. The straw hat. Yeah, right? I don't know where it came from. Like, everybody has something unique to them, and you have the hat. So, so I... <laughs> All right, so funny story. That thing is so tattered and torn right now. I'm trying to stitch it back up for this season. Hopefully, it still got some good luck <laughs> yeah, in it. it. Yeah. <laughs> so, look, this thing is like, Floyd, I need you to graduate in May because it's time to give this thing up. You've done it for four years His clock now. is ticking. Exactly. Um, so, going back to freshman year, um, I started going to, to basketball games, and I just wore a regular visor. I just a regular visor, and one day I'm in the bookstore, and I see the straw hat with the orange uh, band around it with the, with the blue AU on it. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. You know, I, I've, I've seen at the foot time, Gus Malzahn was the head football coach. Mm -hmm. um, still talk to Gus Malzahn to this day. Great people, great family. Um, and I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm a big Gus fan. I, 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 I want to wear this. And so I wore it to the first basketball game. And it was like, okay. And the second one rolled around. And then I think I went to an away game that year. And someone saw him with the straw hat and they said, we see you on TV all the time and we love you. And it's, it's like, yeah. oh, my God. So this this personality developed like, oh, my goodness, I'm the, dude, I'm the straw hat dude. Yeah. You know, jumbo yeah. trial, man. Yeah, somewhere. Yeah, somewhere. somewhere. Uh, and I'm like, okay, so I guess I got to keep wearing this. So. 
then baseball came. I awarded the baseball. Um, then COVID hit. I feel like we've been in the COVID year a <coughs> lot on this. You know, I guess I, I think I think COVID just opened the eyes of so many people. Mm-hmm. Just so many people. Um, so and COVID then made straw masks. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. So yeah. COVID came. Um, it's only about ten of us in the arena watching the basketball game. <laughs> So I'm still wearing the straw hat. People are still seeing me on TV, and that just. And then, the year came when we had Dylan Cardwell, Jabari. Oh, I almost said Jabari Walker. The bad boy. Jabari Smith, Walker Kessler, and oh my goodness, I wear it. And I think I kind of went viral when I had it on, and I pulled down my mask, mm, and I was chewing yeah. out the, the official the because they made a terrible it. call yep. on Walker, and I was like, "That's just god darn terrible." <laughs> and but it just kind of so that's where it started. Mm-hmm. Um, now the straw hat is tattered and torn. The bookstore doesn't sell it anymore, <laughs> and I can't find another hat like that nowhere on the you internet. You can get an IL deal. Yeah, so uh, so I gotta stick with that hat. But once again, on the victory, hey, <laughs> give me a call. You know, maybe you can find me one. Another uh, mail-in question that we got was, you know, the jungle has had a lot of interesting characters. Who is your favorite character in the jungle? Because mine is a coconut bra guy. Yeah. Original. Mm-hmm. He, you know, does a little thing. <laughs> like, true, he makes me want to laugh. So, like, who is right. someone that stood out to you in the jungle in your time here? So, I'm going to be honest with you. When I go to basketball games... If you're not sitting beside me, I don't know what's going on. Oh wow! Because like locked I am, in. I'm locked in. Mm. I am locked in. I don't care if it's Troy University or it's the University of Kentucky. I am zoned into that game. Um, I'm yelling at you like, why didn't you go for the dunk right there? <laughs> like, come on, Dylan. Or I'm like, what are we doing? Like, I'm locked in. Mm-hmm. Um, occasionally, you might catch me saying, "Bruce, you don't need to run that play no more." Mm-hmm. Um, He's making new plays on the spot. <laughs> uh, um, but, nice. Right, I'm, and then like so, and normally when I do look up at the jumbotron, it's like it's for a replay, um, the cookie shuffle, or my friend is nudging me because I'm up there. <laughs> um, but I know this past year. There have been a lot of great characters in the jungle. Um, Coconut Bra is one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, beloved. Very beloved. Gosh. Oh, I don't, I don't want to pick one. Um, there's a, a guy that does the Rubik's Cube. Oh, he does, I you know, him. He, oh, my God. He does gosh. the Rubik's Cube. He, was my, um, the, He's still here, though. Yeah, the Jabari Walker. He was yeah. he does his first time doing it. And he was wearing a freaking uh, Charles Barkley jersey. jersey. Yeah. And he did it. Yeah, he was a wizard. It was, was at either a Kentucky or Alabama game. Bonte, like, crowd went yeah. absolutely wild. I think it was it's crazy. Goodness yeah. gracious. Crazy. So you have him. Oh, I snubbed him. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> I apologize. You are important to Oh, my us. goodness. Um, I will say this. You know, um, a young lady I was on the jungle staff with, her name is Jordan. She would wear like an orange cowgirl hat with like stripe with the stripe overalls that mm-hmm. you have on. So that was pretty cool. Yeah. I, I, that was very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, so no, somebody I mean, else with a hat game. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> so uh, the jungle is a place that, where you can come and be accepted, no matter how you look. And because uh, at the end of the day, we're there to make some noise and wreak havoc. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. That was just a couple of you. Yeah. But but that's the truth. I'm I'm locked in. I mean, you can tell, man. Yeah. You, you yeah. rest more than BP does. <laughs> they should give you a tick. Boy, sideline. Oh, uh, if they ever gave me a tick, um, I'm not sure the repercussions of what with that. That's like when I think when, we would celebrate, like, maybe not. When women's ba- <laughs> when women's basketball beat Tennessee, oh, yeah. Coach oh, yeah. Jay's first year, and I kind of started this notion of, hey, let's storm the court. But I didn't want to be the first one on the court. So I'm trying to convince somebody else to go. But nobody would move. So I had to take one for the team. (laughs) And I was so nervous because on TV, you could clearly see I was the first one on the court. And and I woke up the next day, I was checking my e-bill because I didn't want to make sure that (laughs) fine wasn't on my e-bill. 200K. I was like, oh my goodness. So that was fun. Email called Southeast Conference. (laughs) That was so fun. Mr. Floyd. Yeah, that was fun. That was fun. All right, last question from the mailbox. What is the most electric Auburn sporting atmosphere that you had ever been to at Tumors Corner? At Tumors? Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. So for mm, 
So the football season, I normally don't get to tumors because um, I'm in the suites during the game. Um, so by the time I leave the suites and get to my car, I'm just worn out. The crowd mm-hmm. has died down. I'm on my way back to my apartment watching some football of some other sort, watching the recap. recap. Um, wow. I will have to go back to the year, the Jabari Walker year. Um the Jabari Walker Cardwell year. We were uh, number two in the country and we beat Kentucky and being in Kentucky was kind of our ticket to that one spot. And we went down to tumors and we rolled till we couldn't roll anymore. It was the most absurd, um, yes, crazy people that, jumping yes. off. Oh, just yeah. like yes. trust falls, more like yes. trust jumps. Oh, yeah. yeah, that was insane, insane. What about the, um, I don't mean to cut you off, what about the 2022, 2021 LSU game? I was in Baton Rouge. Oh, man, you missed the night. I was in Baton that Rouge. Was, that was crazy. That's one of my I, I, I was in Baton that Rouge, but I can tell you after, for me. after that game. And for an away game, too. Right, was like, Whoa. after that game, and I expect it to be like that way in the near future, mm-hmm. um, but after the game, it was a lot of Auburn fans there at, inside the stadium, and the band is just playing. They were playing Nick, and we were just going crazy. Just pandemonium rain in Tiger Stadium uh, after we beat LSU for the first time there since 1999. Yeah. We, we indeed partied like it was, it was 1999. 1999. Mm-hmm. Um, so, though, those, but yeah, I, I saw it. I saw all the, the reactions. Yeah. I even saw you acting crazy yeah, out like, there. Like 1230 yeah. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, because the game started at 8 o'clock. So I, I remember riding back into town on Sunday, and I'm like, well, this is awesome. Yeah. This is really awesome. Yeah. So, yeah. That was probably my favorite, too. That was definitely when, my I, favorite. when we saw that question mm-hmm. come into the mailbox, yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, LSU. <laughs> LSU. That was, yeah. It was just one of those ones where it, was, it stuck I, with I, you. I jogged from like, like Donahue. It, I literally was in a full on, right. like, it was running miles. I was yeah. like, I have to be there. Yeah. And right. It was packed. More than it was for like a home game. Yeah. Right. I'm like, this is impressive. Yeah. Now and that you said that, I forgot I was a freshman here. 2019, Auburn goes to Arlington, plays Oregon, and Bo Nix meets uh, connects with Seth Williams with like 10 seconds or something left on the clock in that game. I stayed in the hill, and I had a little watch party for that game. We beat Oregon. It was Bo Nix's first game as a quarterback, true freshman. We win. I call myself running from the hill to tumors I got from the hill to Goodwin Hall and that was it for me I called an Uber and I said you get me as close as you can and the Uber got me to, to right at Sanford and I'm like thank you because I, I couldn't run I couldn't trot I couldn't do anything I was just out you weren't scared uh, then. No. <laughs> I was I was gasping for breath oh Jesus I was oh my goodness but um yeah, that's why I walk. I don't jog or nothing. You're a I'm a walker. I, I can walk fast, but I sure can't run. I can't run. But, um... Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So many good ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. tumors. I, I remember trying to explain it to my dad the first time he came for a game. I was like, I really don't know what to relate it to. Yes. It's not like a, a certain thing that happens on your daily basis. It's like, yeah, it's like a happy New Year's. I, In I, a way. I, yeah. I, yeah. Like yeah. Compared to New Year's. Like mm-hmm. everybody's there. What if what if you wrote too much for New Year's? Maybe we have some good luck. Because we haven't been saying right. since they wrote for the Braves. And I'm not going to get into that. <laughs> we ain't been the same as a university since they rolled, since they rolled the for the Braves. We, we get it. We don't have a protein. Yes. Good job, Braves. But like. Yes. We have a protein. Yeah. That was after we beat LSU. <laughs> Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Off that the was... record. <laughs> Unfortunately, this is completely on the record. Oh my goodness. Oh my yeah, goodness. That was it. Uh, I just want to shout. Point. I just want to shout out the Auburn family. The trajectory, like ever since I've been here on campus, basketball has been the crown jewel. In mm-hmm. an SEC school, unless you're Kentucky, at SEC school, the crown jewel is always football. Mm-hmm. Football has had its share of ups and downs. Um, but this season, 88,043 packed been, every game. Has been rocking. We're going to have our first night game when Ole Miss comes to oh, town. Oh, that's going to be It's going to be an ball. electric atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Auburn family, thank you guys so much yes. for just showing up for this, you know, this season. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what the future holds, but I know this program is in the right hands. Absolutely. It's in the right hands. You just got to trust the process. Freeze. 
You know, just gotta. Whew, I'm glad I got this jacket on. Got a little chilly in here. Um, but oh, I was frozen. <laughs> I was frozen. <laughs> Look at us. Um, so yeah, and like Auburn's, Auburn athletics as a whole is on the right path. I mean, you look at it from golf to tennis to gymnastics to equestrian. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, they, we are all on a roll. And I'm t- there's not a better time to be an Auburn Tiger than right now. I was going to say that. Like, uh-huh. every program has had top 10 wins right. in yeah. the past four years. Like, every coach is doing what they're supposed to do. Right. Every student athlete is doing what they're supposed to do. And the fans are supporting each and every fan yeah. base, each right. and every athletic event. And I'm just, right. it's, I'm just grateful to be Auburn Tiger. Yeah. Yes. Auburn Athletics has a fire lit under it right now. And exactly. It's, yeah, you it's, it's burning. And, and, you know, people are going to clown on us because we lose every once in a while. But you don't yes. see... You don't see this pageantry. You don't see this passion. Um, Anywhere else. Nowhere else but Auburn. Mm-mm. And I know Athletic Director Cohen is trying hard to rebrand Jabba. Uh, it's just Auburn being Auburn. But if you really just sit and just look and you just pay attention and all the things we do, Tumor's Corner, the Eagles flight, all of that, that is all Auburn being Auburn. And Jesus, if, if, if you're not – if you're – the, I, I think the application day opening for uh, admission is already open, so mm-hmm. I would apply for Auburn if I were y'all. Give a recruiting pitch to... A yes. recruiting pitch? 30 seconds. 30, 30 seconds, seconds and go. Home. Mm. You can end it right there. If you want to come home. Right there. If you want to come home, Auburn is the place to be. If yes. you want to have fun, Auburn is the place to be. Mm-hmm. We're not perfect. No one's perfect. But at Auburn, you can be at home. Amen. That's good. That's yes, good. it is. Gosh, do we do we gotta wrap it up, man? I would have fun. The only place you'll find home is here mm. on the Big Talk Podcast, which yep. you can check out on Spotify, YouTube, and Apple Podcasts with clips on our Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, and more. Michael, thank you so much for joining us and being our first guest. Oh my goodness! You never forget your Talk. first. I- <laughs> right, golly! I set the bar really low for this. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness! Do you remember? Do you remember your first? All right, no, that's all we got. That's all we got. for Big Dog episode two. My name is Vince. This is Dylan. Michael, we out. <laughs> I didn't put it together, so I just said it my like, own. Oh, that's awful to say. That's how you're gonna end it. I mean, he pitched and I swung. I mean, it was and just like just that. And boom. T-ball. Yeah. 500 feet. Oh, oh my God. That was hilarious. Oh, my goodness. <laughs>